twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. So we just got done watching an intervention. I love that show. I love it too. And what I think is really cool is that you can go from alcohol to drugs to gambling addiction to now there's a new one, obesity. I didn't know that was an addiction. Well, bulimia and anorexia, okay, but I didn't know obesity was an addiction. Well, I think in this particular guy's case, I think it was. And then we saw one tonight with this guy who was doing DXM. I mean, you know, they had to... DMX. No, it was DXM. They had to actually stop and explain to me what that was. And I was like, these crazy kids these days, they have have drugs with names. I don't even know what this stuff is. Turns out it was like a cough medicine. Yeah, lots and lots of pills for that. He would take like 20 pills at a time and just suck them down with like a Gatorade or something. Maybe he had, oh no, actually I think he sucked down the 20 pills and then he did a uh, cough medicine chaser right after it. Yeah, just absolutely disgusting. But you know what I like about it? Because we, Virginia and I were talking, we're thinking, you know, we're just sick fuckers because we happen to like to watch this. And I think what it is for me personally is that in Intervention, which is on A&E, they start off with, you know, you see the person who has the addiction and kind of, you know, gives you a little bit of a hint of how bad they are. Then you meet the family and the family talks about how it's devastating. And then you see the person when they're a little kid. And this is Roxanne's favorite part. She tries right at that part before they say it, she tries to figure out what dysfunction their family had. So she's like, okay, this kid got ass raped by his father from, when, from the time he was three to always eight. Well... Sometimes it's, uh, the women are getting ass raped too. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of, well, before I get into that, anyways, so it goes from, from that to like the family story and then from the family story to where, you know, he or she is to the intervention where the family gets together and reads sad stories to the person going to hopefully to rehab. And then you get a little bit of an idea how successful it is. So at the end, I feel, you know, warm and fuzzy when, when it does work. Does it bring you down when the people like, you know, well, they left rehab after 10 days and they started using DXM again? Yeah, I feel bad. I really do because I, you know, I want people to be successful. Does it put you in a crabby mood for the rest of the night? No, no, no. I just, you know, I feel bad for them and I feel bad for the family. However, a lot of times, at least with the women, honestly, is is a lot of the, the women that have um, various addictions it seems like a lot of the girls were raped. I mean, think about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody who is an alcoholic or a drug addict has been raped, but, you know, it it just seems like the ones that they're finding, you know, maybe that's part of the interviewing process that intervention does. Have you been raped? Oh, nope. Sorry, I can't use you. But, you know, they do have it. But, you know, usually at the end, you feel really warm and fuzzy. Every now and then, they will have one person that's an addict that you just can't connect with. There's this one guy, and he was addicted to gambling. Oh, yeah. He was a pain in the ass. And he was a, you know, he's a genius. He uh, started college when he was like 12 or something ridiculous like that, started teaching, and then he started getting involved in gambling. I think he was by Atlantic City. Next thing you know, his parents have sold their house. They no longer have a house paying off his debt. No, I think he was out here in California because he was going out to No, that's where the like, rehab was. He was going, no, he was going out to like Morongo. He would drive all the way out to Morongo. Was he it? was living down on like Long Beach or something. Oh, I thought the rehab was here. No, Anyways, no. the guy just gambled his parents' entire inheritance or not their inheritance their livelihood their house their retirement everything away and i remember once he called his mother his mother came by and he wouldn't give her the keys and he was he was like threatening her in order for her to give him some money and i mean the parents were just totally screwed 
by his actions. I'm over that one. The, the one that I hated the most, that I actually almost made me physically ill. The was, vomiting in the bags? Yeah, this woman who was bulimic, she was vomiting in like gallon size plastic Ziploc bags. And then she would take all the bags and she'd she would hide, them, hide in the them in her closet yeah. until she'd get a collection of like 10 or 15 of these bags. And then she'd take them all out at once, all these vomit filled bags, take them out of the closet and throw them away all at once. Well, she was hiding it from her husband, but at the same point. Okay, hello, there's a toilet. I, I know, but she didn't want to do it in the toilet because, you know, it could splash up. Oh, but for I, God's I look sakes. at it this way. Sometimes, you know, maybe, you know, uh, let's say, for example, if, if I have an agenda or I've got not, a, you know, not an agenda, but a list of things that I need to do and I start checking them off. When I'm finished with that entire piece of paper, I'm like, wow, I've done a lot today. Ooh, let's Maybe see, that's the same the thing bag. with the vomit bags. Oh, for God's sakes. Let me tell you something. If I go into the closet, Roxanne, and there are vomit bags in there, that's it. We are getting a divorce after I throw up. I almost threw I had to like <laughs> pause, put the show on pause a couple of times because I thought I was going to throw up. As soon as she would lift up this armload of vomit-filled bags that had been sitting and rotting in her closet for a couple of weeks, I mean, I almost puked myself. I mean, I had to put the whole show on on pause and collect myself. I'd have beads of sweat on my forehead. See, I really don't know what you're griping about because I have my own closet. Now, if I, I can see you want to divorce me if, I, if I've if i got so much vomit in my closet that I have to start putting it where your closet is, then I can understand that you want a divorce. I think she was just about at that point where she was using more than one closet. Oh, no, they had a walk-in. It was oh. a walk-in closet full of vomit. Yeah, you're right. That was that, the most disgusting one I've ever seen. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we tape it and we or we TiVo it. We watch it all the time when it comes on. But there's a new one that we came across accidentally. And, and you this know, thing, we need an intervention from these intervention type shows oh no no this is like a mix i mean it is a huge big clusterfuck it's called celebrity rehab with dr drew i don't even know how we came across it it was i was changing channels and you're like what's this or nancy said what's that and then we stopped and we hit play and we started watching it and it it has um it's like train wreck sucks you in there's eight famous or semi-famous people or someone who's been famous at some point in their life is now in this rehab and Dr. Drew's doing it and the whole process is from when they get in to them detoxing. These are like D-list celebrities at this point though. Yeah, that's totally fair to say. So some people that they have is, for example, is Jeff Conaway. And I, didn't I know even him. know what he was in until they told us. Right. No, but I, you, you, if you look at him, you don't recognize him. But when you see the movies, you're like, oh, yeah. So Grease, he was Kanicki. And then he was also Bobby Wheeler on Taxi. See, now, yeah, he had that big 80s hair on Taxi. So I didn't even recognize him all shaved short. And shaking. Right. And vomiting and seizures. I mean, he looks totally horrible, but he was a good-looking guy when he was younger. He was like, yeah. he probably had pussy just like flying at him. Oh, I'm sure he did. Well, I think they did a behind-the-scenes of Grease, and that's exactly what they said. It was a fuck fest. Yeah, I, that would be the show to be on. Then they also have a very famous person, and her name's Mary Carey, and she is a porn star. Now, I didn't know who she was. Yeah, she's a porn star. She specializes on women-on-women women porn. But what I know her from is not from the porn, but she ran in 2003 when Gray Davis, our governor, was recalled. So she was one of the many people that... Candidates. Yeah, one of the many candidates uh, that was running for our governor. Instead, we got fucking Schwarzenegger. She had 11 points on her platform. And one of the points that you know I didn't know, or she would have got my vote, it was to uh, legalize gay marriage. Oh, see? And you were going to vote for her just on account of that. I thought maybe she was going to do, like, dildos are half off on Thursdays at all sex shops. Well, that's platform 10. Oh, okay. So then, uh, so you have her... And it's like Jeff, oh, well, let's back up. So Jeff is, I would say, drugs and alcohol. And I'm talking insane amount of drugs. 
Yeah, opiates primarily. So all kinds of Vicodin and Vicodin type things. Right. And Mary Carey is into alcohol. Mm -hmm. And then we have another person who I love, China, which is uh, Joni Lauer. The wrestler. Yes. And you guys might know her from the uh, Surreal Life in 2005. And she's been on tons of Howard Stern shows. Well, thank God she can still make a living now that that wrestling thing's not working out. Right. But see, here's the thing. Well, she wants, she says she's an actress now. And she's not really sure why she's there, but she drinks a lot and she's done drugs. (laughs) And, and she's out of control and she can't sleep and she didn't like the way she was, but she's going back and forth. Not sure why she's really there. Yeah. I'm not sure why she's there either. Alcohol and drugs. So then you also have uh, Brigitte Nielsen. She's an actress and a model, and she was in The Surreal Life in 2003, and she's also married to uh, Sylvester Stallone. And she was Flavor Flav's girlfriend. Yes. That was scary. So uh, she's there because of alcohol. And I, you know what? She comes across like a really nice lady the way she... Well, so far, I mean, we're only into two episodes, but the way that she's there for people, she seems very sensitive and nurturing. Dr. Drew's using her to be everybody's mother figure. I think she should be getting paid a little bit more than just being on this TV program. And then we have Daniel Baldwin, one of the famous Baldwins, and he is, at least what I know him for, is Homicide Life on the Streets, which was a fabulous show. Never watched it. And is it, was it alcohol and drugs or just alcohol? I can't Uh, recall. He's doing coke. And he also did alcohol too, though. Mm, He was mostly doing coke. And he said, here's his famous quote. He said, most normal people just don't know what it's like when two incredibly gorgeous women come wrap their arms around you with a big bag of Coke and they they invite you up to your hotel room. And you know what I had to think to myself? You know what? You're right. I don't know what that's like. I've never done drugs, but that might get me to start. Yeah. I don't know that I could say no in that case. As long as we're not shooting it into the veins, I think I think I could do that then. Okay. So ladies, we're waiting. Yeah. He comes across as a know-it-all and a pompous ass. Yeah, he is. He's loving this. Yeah, this is his most, uh, as much TV time as he's gotten in a while. And then we have uh, Seth, which is Shifty Binzer. Uh, he's the lead singer from uh, Crazy Town. Okay, I have to admit I must be old because I had never heard of this band. He wrote and sang the smash hits uh, Butterfly and Starry Eyes Surprise. Starry Eyes Surprise. When, you, when I hear the music, then I'm like, oh, I know that song. Oh, I don't think that would even help me. And he was on, what was his thing? What was he coming off of? He, he was coming off of also, uh, he was smoking coke. So he's freebasing, mostly. Yeah. And he was also doing Vicodin or something. Yeah. So so he's coming down. And then you also have um, another person that I didn't know who the hell she was. When I was looking at her, I'm like, who the fuck is that? Jamie Foxworth. She was famous for being on Family Matters as the youngest child. No, I never watched that either. And uh, she was with, you know, the Urkel thing. I haven't heard her say a word on that entire show except for her introductory interview. Since then, nothing. And she she smokes an eighth of a bag of pot a day. Yeah, I can understand that. And she also, when well, not, well, I guess it was intentionally, she did a porno. And that was a big whole thing that you'd see on all the magazines. And the last person... I'm surprised after an eighth of an ounce of pot that she could actually get up and go to the wherever they were filming the porno. They I must think have she had just to passed out on the bed. Yeah, they must have had to come to her living room. Yeah. And then the last person that they have so far is Jessica Sierra. And I'm like, well, who the fuck is this blonde? I had no idea who she was. And she was a singer on American Idol. And she came in 10th place 
finalists on season four. And it's like, yeah, this is the D list. Yeah, I'm not even sure she makes it onto the list. 10th place finalist. She's got a good voice. I mean, what are there, like 12 people on the whole thing? Yeah, she, and she was doing drugs and drinking both. Yeah, well, she'd have to if she was on that show and got kicked off. Yeah, she said she went through the whole stuff and she's arrested and so forth. I would have to say the, the worst person is Jeff. You'll see seizures, you see him going crazy, and to him, I look at that and it's really a life or death thing with him. So VH1 has become our new favorite channel because after Logo, of course, because now we're too old for MTV, so now we like all the shows on VH1. Well, if they show stuff like this, I mean, God, who, yeah. who could go wrong? Pretty but soon, we're going to need an intervention for all these intervention shows. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.